0: Welcome to the show. Uh, this is Scott's movie pod until I think of a better name. Um, if I ever think of a better name. So we'll see how that goes. Uh yeah, but basically, this show is uh, about people who just want to talk about movies and the reasons they love movies, even if a movie isn't as well like loved or received by the general audience in the world. Uh mostly, mostly because to today's <laughs> <laughs> But honestly, mostly it's I've Never seen a movie, no matter how bad it was, that I couldn't find one good thing about that movie. Even one tiny moment. And that's part of why I wanted to do this. I'm not here to talk shit about movies. I'm here to talk about why I love movies or why I loved things about movies. With people who also want to talk about the same thing. And uh, so, you know, got a lot of interest from some friends who are all interested in movies, and uh, here we are. We're going to talk about movies on both ends of the spectrum. Popular movies, unpopular movies, great movies, terrible movies, and everything in between. So without further ado, let's start the show. So today on my podcast, I have one of my longtime friends and collaborators and film partners and many other slash 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 slashes slash, from all the <laughs> things that we've done. Uh, Jeff Bosley, actor, former Green Beret, and general badass. Uh,
1: Two out of three. <laughs> uh, actually, Jeff, why don't you tell us what movie we're discussing today? Today we are discussing Batman versus Superman. Dawn. It's called the Dawn of Justice, but that that I don't like that because it connects it to the uh, tragedy that came afterwards. So I just. Go Indeed. With Batman versus Superman. <laughs> Batman versus Superman. We're just gonna call it that.
0: There's no there's no colon after that. It's just. <laughs> That's
1: it. A lot of puns that he had in <laughs> reference to a colon, and then the next movie that happened was shit. Yeah,
0: you know that's that's a good that's a very good segue. Uh, yeah. uh, but you know, before we jump into that, just a general catch up. How how you doing in life? How's life I'm for you, buddy?
1: good. I'm alive. Um, I I'm sure I speak on behalf of everybody, no matter where you are. I want our planet normal, or just embrace Mad Max. Like I just yeah. want. it. Like I just. Me I need to know like if I gotta go buy my tires to make shoulder pads out of and just get this shit over with or what I just but I'm good uh, I'm alive, my dog's alive, and you've known me long enough, that's pretty much my barometer for success, lately. oh yes, <laughs> oh yes. two things have stayed alive in my life, I' be uh, mildly comfortable and all that you know that's a plus right? exactly, yeah, I sit uh, yeah. on my table and a roof over my head and all those happy things I'm supposed to say, but yeah, more or less more of <laughs> the same, it's Groundhog
0: day. It's Groundhog Day. Yeah, I, I hear you. It's uh, what a, what a time to be alive. You know, what a what a strange strange time to be alive. Yeah. But hey, whatever. As long as everybody uh, keeps on fighting for like what's right and keeps trying to do the best possible version of uh all of ourselves, maybe we'll get somewhere good.
1: Yes. <laughs> well, same question to you. I don't want you to. How are you?
0: Oh man, <laughs> uh,
1: so many things.
0: Uh, you know, I think everybody's probably roughly in the same place. Uh, mentally, emotionally, physically, anxiety-wise, we're all kind of uh, at this 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 stress point for sure. Uh, so I don't know. It's been an adjustment just in not seeing people on a regular basis, and yeah, sure. uh, you know, like I teach, so teaching over Zoom. God. Bless
1: every teacher. On it's the
0: uh, yeah, it's <laughs> it's a it's a beast. It is a beast, and uh, you know, mad respect to all my fellow zooming online teachers. Because there are days when you're like, oh, that was a great day, but nine times out of ten, you're like, Phew. you're doing the best you can, but there's just so many hurdles. It's it's tough to get too far any anytime. Yeah. You know, I can't stop. Uh, but hey, like I said, everybody's doing the best they can. That's all we can do. Roll with those punches. That's a life motto. Mm. Yeah, so uh, we're going to start talking about this movie now. That was a terrible segue, but hey, you know, this is the first one, so there's room to go. We are talking about Batman vs. Superman, directed by Zack Snyder, starring Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill and Diane Lane, Kevin Costner, uh, Jesse Eisenberg, Lawrence Fishburne, Jeremy Irons, Amy Adams, uh, Gal Gadot, I believe, makes an appearance in there. Generally speaking, what are your initial thoughts on the movie? Why did you like it? Why do you want to talk about it? What, what makes Batman vs. Superman a big one for you?
1: For one, are you airing the video version of this? No. Or is that Okay, I was going to say we should play the trailer. <laughs> oh, no. Maybe down the line I could do something like
0: that. Yeah, come on. Get your chip. <laughs> no, wait. What was the question? Why do, what are my first
1: thoughts and impressions of it?
0: Yeah, yeah. What were your first thoughts like when you first saw the movie? What made you like, love it? Well, that? number one... I think you and I saw it together. I think we did. I believe that's true.
1: Opening night and then Snyder had an opening video uh, for like... Yes, you're right. Actually, I was there for that. That was that, yeah. So my initial thoughts stemmed from um, I Am Legend. This is going somewhere with Will Smith in the opening, walking through New York. He saw a billboard in the background of a a movie poster. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. And I remember seeing that and I almost forgot I was watching I Am Legend and kind of and that's a good movie. But I got lost in it. I was like, oh, my God, can you imagine if that was a movie? And that was, I don't even know, 10 years, 15 years prior to this movie. So uh, as the percentage of nerd I am always has been like, that'd be awesome. And it was actually before I knew about like the Batman Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, yeah. Comic book. Where they fought, and then where it was turned into like the a, you know an animated version of of um oh what's the guy's name Frank Miller frank miller, yeah, um, and then so I went into that a little bit, and I was like, I can't wait for it, so I actually I saw it without the way I look at it, I saw it without having I think proper responsible knowledge like i saw when you and i saw it i was like yeah just gimmick 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 yay and then afterwards i was like i researched it retrospect retroactively I was like this is actually pretty spot on then i got more defensive of how good i thought it was so my initial thoughts were is i'm i, I come from a, a snyder bias but i thought it was pretty freaking awesome like this is before marvel had spent however many 10 years making happy-go-lucky marvel movies and and i I valued my first impressions was like I valued the thing a lot of people hated about a lot of the Snyder stuff and particularly all the DC stuff is I valued the dare I say darkness or grittiness and all that cliche crap but to me I liked it because it felt more real it felt like a world where like let's not count like Shazam because that's a little silly and it's more for kids but a lot of the DC properties is like in the world we live in in this dark, miserable existence where my truck's getting broke into and things are happening on the streets of L.A. and Batman I happens to exist. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just kind of plugged in into a reality that we could all really touch on, whereas Marvel stuff all felt a little disconnected to the point where it was a true comic where you felt like completely away and, and could be whisked away and forget your problems. Whereas DC, good, bad, or indifferent, brought those problems, in, like brought heroes into our, our dark world, so. That was my first impression is I liked it, the, 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 the realness of it, I guess.
0: See, I, I fall in that camp too, but for both the same reason and a slightly different reason, if you look at all the versions and iterations of Batman we have to this point, they kind of reflect pretty well, at least the time in which they came out.
1: That's actually a good point.
0: Batman starts as like a pulp comic, it's colorful, it's wild, so the first iteration we get on screen is like, goofy... And, which and it matches, but it's like the right kind of mood for the, the environment of the world and like what we have in our media, you know? Yeah, that's true. So I feel like it's only really the next logical progression every time they do a different version or it gets a little bit darker. Yeah, it reflects
1: the society it's in. I mean, ideally,
0: unless and, uh, it's some futuristic
1: movie. Especially what with are Batman, your thoughts, you know, is more of the writer side of it or like the creating from the ground up side of it. What are your thoughts? Are To me, there's like two ways, like prior to even making a movie or making a concept or writing something, you go, do I want people to be whisked away and completely unrelated to this so they can be completely like involved and distracted from their problems in life? Or do you want to bring them into, like tap into something where they go, this could be my life, like sci-fi right. versus the notebook, you know? <laughs> or actually, those could both be science fiction, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like to me, you're right. Like like to a lot the Batman's prior were dissociated from reality you went in and like going all the way back obviously the tv series with yeah yeah and all that like you did not connect to reality watching those kids might have obviously children but like going back you watch me like oh wow you know it, it It you know when it when you started getting a uh god who was it who did the jim carrey as riddler um
0: oh schumacher schumacher <laughs> yeah
1: the schumacher cut <laughs>
0: joel schumacher you know, what's wild about that, too, is, like, you look at his other movies, and they're mostly
1: pretty great, generally. There's yeah, a few that that's like, why you forget ah, he did that. You're yeah, like, and I'm like, oh, wow, yeah, hey. that one. That's kind of like the kid he doesn't want to bring to the Thanksgiving dinner. And uh, that'll be one I know
0: I end up talking about sometime soon. I have somebody who's, like, wants to talk about uh, Batman and Robin, so I'm like, oh, oh let's do it. This is going <laughs> to yeah, be good. Yeah, oh, I'll oh, uh, that one. The, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I get it. He was trying to, like... I feel like he was trying to blend the best of both worlds. Yeah. Like the colorful ridiculousness, but then also the dark grittiness. And it,
1: it was, yeah, the human brain couldn't, that duality. Yeah. The there was, there was like parts of it that worked. Uh, yeah, yeah. Batman versus
0: Superman though, for me, I just remember it was the first time in a long time. I remember getting excited about like a comic movie that was Batman related. Cause like, I loved the dark Knight trilogy for what they were trying to do. I really appreciate it. And they completed their story, which was like, what yeah. was important to me yeah um but yeah we never had a batman versus superman that wasn't like a cartoon
1: so yeah i was yeah. excited about well, it you've known me long enough that I, I mean i'll lean into any gimmick and i mean yeah. to a fault and to me this was not only a gimmick. i mean give i got to give marvel credit if it weren't for the they somehow brought inherently before marvel movies were marvel movies unless you're a deep deep nerd the, if you go up to some kid who's your favorite superhero they'd say superman or batman like just statistically off the charts like somebody might pull up captain america you might get a wolverine yeah 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 good example maybe the flash you know a couple like b-teamers there and so it actually like my gimmick was like oh my god they're colliding like like i'm always the gimmick like even like when we were talking about um i can't any gimmick where they bring a cast together like I oh, yeah like a, a big ensemble cast like yeah like obviously like yeah. that's infinity war that's awesome like that but just like the two like the two of the two of the two from my childhood on the same screen yep. yeah and like i said it, i can only argue this retros actively but then it to me it honored that source material to a t like the cow the the smaller ears like everything like he, he snyder i don't like each their own like i've watched every live thing he does on it on vero and I watched the live thing when he released the trailer for the snyder cut and the dude to his credit he is a fan like he is a deep dark nerd and and he researches every little quirk and then when i went back and watched those dark knight com or uh frank miller cartoons i was like holy shit like one a, a, a gesture he even made sure he mirrored yeah. the frank miller thing so
0: Oh, yeah. trust me. Like those attention I, to detail things always get me when they're
1: like specific and
0: they're honored yeah. in the right way, yeah. Yeah. kind of thing. That's like a big sure. deal if you're gonna do source material
1: for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. And that's like I'll give him that. I like Zack Snyder generally speaking. I know people have problems, I guess, with some of his movies. Um, yeah. I don't know. I was a fan as soon as I saw Dawn of the Dead, his his remake of Dawn of the Dead. I was like, I'm in. I, yeah. I was all about it. That movie. Yeah. That movie was like. There's exactly what I needed injection. when it came out. <laughs> yeah, he, there's a
1: Snyder injection. If you see a Snyder movie, where yep, y- you might not know it as a non-film geek, but you'll know it when you like when people think of like sucker punch. Oh yeah, like when yeah. you say that was a Snyder movie to like a, a, a civilian, if you will, they're like, I can see that. You know, they see it after the fact, but like you see that weird injection in everything he does. Yeah. And it, it's almost it's like this to me. It's like this weird filmmaker crack. Like there's something he does where obviously he has a style. Oh season, yeah! All of his movies, without a doubt.
0: It's very emblematic. Like he, it's you can you can see it like the minute it's on the screen, you're like, oh okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. It. Sure. <laughs> it's in the same way. In the same way, the minute you're watching a Michael Bay movie, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How dare you put them in the same film? <laughs> You go right to the uh, sir, <laughs> <shirt. laughs>
0: But that's, you know, ideally with if you're
1: if you're good at what you're doing, you have like a style that is recognized. I think you should. So, yeah. Like, I know. I mean, I think you should have a stamp and Godspeed oh, for all yeah. your directors out there. Like, do you want a style? I mean, that goes that's almost acting and getting typecast. Do you want a style where you continue doing it or do you want to be all over the place? And and yeah, you know, you, you know? that's what I'm saying. You got to like know
0: your style, but know also yeah. when to, I guess, not evolve it. No, yeah, evolve it. No when to evolve it. No oh, when they, to change
1: it. Stay true to your your. I yeah. mean, like two Van Gogh paintings right there. You can tell they're the same artist. Right. Like it, it goes across the all medium in a way.
0: Yeah, right. it's uh, I like to see a growth in style across movies for sure. for sure. It's like because that just proves, at the very least, that whoever made this is trying to yeah, do exactly. something. Exactly. Exactly. You know? They're like working and trying to make it better. It's like, oh it doesn't matter that you you're like a big time director you're actively trying to push and
1: grow what you've been working on yes it's funny 25 movie credits as a director hey man that's still quite a lot really when you think about it wrong but I I I, I can see it on one screen I thought I'd be scrolling for a hot minute and no like
0: uh, I mean if you pulled up like James Cameron he's been around longer he's gonna have a longer list, but I I think he's only got like 50 50 70 quite a surprise just uh, for yeah. nolan if you if you're turning out a movie like every single year there's no way they're all going to be good
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> but agree. if you're doing one like every f- three or four years yeah you're probably well, that's also where that, that 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 downward spiral of snyder chat could go of i mean that's also why he might i personally think he's going down that like creating a universe he's taking the weight of the dc universe yeah. and he, he's marvelizing it as he's he, to me he's like being the director for version of feige in a way. Like he's putting a lot on his shoulders and he's not turning them out yearly. Yep. And he's he's populating that in his head. And I I've, you know that like that meme from uh what is it? Always Sunny in Philadelphia where he's like pointing at all this. Oh, yard? yeah. pepe
0: Sylvia think, Pepe yeah. Sylvia.
1: I think that's Snyder in his basement with the DC universe. Like you go down there yeah. like I don't know what's going on here, but I trust you. Oh,
0: no. Like you know me. Like I totally appreciate that aspect of it and cuz that's the same
1: sort of ridiculously detailed things that i wind up
0: doing that nobody needs
1: yeah no and i love it as as an actor and a friend but it's also (laughs) i'm just gonna trust i don't i don't i feel like i'm looking at the matrix through like LSD eyes or something right yeah
0: it's like you got uh you've you've arranged your story cards in a very interesting way i'm not sure i understand your pattern it's okay i do that's all that matters (laughs) initial thoughts is what we just covered so we've kind of like walked through our initial thoughts You know, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like what we liked, what we, uh, what worked for us and why it worked. That's like another thing we can uh, talk about here. Uh, And then like, I think paired with that probably is going to be like, what moments stuck with you the most?
1: Yeah. So I think what worked for me, and again, it's weird to answer all this after, because when I watched it initially, I probably would have way less, just more, just not, I can't even say fanboy, but just generic movie goer. Like if you would ask me these questions after you and I went. Yeah, they would have been very uh, cheap. Uh, so these are all coming after I've learned stuff and after I've researched and after I've like, kind of done my homework as a as a fan. But like the thing that worked for me most because he, he honored, like I said, that source material. He took the risk, in my opinion, or they, I should say, everybody involved, took the risk to do something, A, financially. Uh, I mean, that I can't imagine when they weren't doing tons of collaborate. You know, there's always a star yeah, in a movie yeah. and they very rarely crossed, like they didn't cross streams often. Mm -hmm. And so just even the studio going, yeah, we're going to put both these in a movie and trust this guy. You know, and before that, he only had what he had. I mean, it was 300 and Watchmen were probably his bigger ones prior to this. Sucker Punch kind of just disappeared. Man of Steel obviously probably gave him the weight to do it. So I, the thing that stuck out with me was like, he honored that source material. And if people want to read the comics, go watch that Batman The Dark Knight Returns, Frank Miller right. thing. I think it's on, I know it's on Apple TV. I, I bought it there and he honored that. So that to me was cool. It it tapped into that nerd thing a little bit. Yeah, the moment that stuck with me most, uh, to me, the, the kid in me, and the, like you and I have talked about this, and when I get a little more uh, artsy and less a grown grown jaded business guy, with <laughs> <but> the <moment laughs> it's uh the moment batman actually sees superman he's he hits superman with his, the batmobile and it spins him into a spin and yep. batman rips off the door even now i'm getting the chills <laughs> he rips off the doors and he stands up and it was like this giant this wide shot of the two profile and it matched now i know this now this really cool s- profile in the frank miller cartoon yep and that was the moment i was like Gradient! um <laughs> but yeah that was my big moment like it just retelling that got gave me the chills like that moment because that was now batman versus superman and maybe the right. sub to that was when clark and bruce met at the little dinner party and and um luther introduces them, and he and he shakes his head and he goes oh do not pick a fight with that guy yeah <laughs> it's like oh god foreshadowing <laughs> oh yeah there was some
0: really fun really fun moments in that movie yeah um moments that i just didn't expect
1: and there were moments that i was surprised that yeah. were given to us so yeah what, what, what uh, did you like same questions to you because i think i know you are still fan but also probably more i'm like blindly my critic my criticality of a movie dissipated <laughs> by my fandom right, so right. I, I i can't be trusted to be a good party or objective party what about you like uh you know
0: that's the thing is i i said this when we watched it uh because we did see it together and there was a lot of stuff in the movie like i said i just hadn't expected to see yeah. and so seeing it i guess i think my initial reaction my initial experience was just like not really sure how to take any of it kind of thing it's <laughs> like I've, I've never seen this on screen kind of thing yeah. so i'm not really sure how i feel about it yet um and that was like an adjustment period for sure. Like I knew what I was going into with when we went to see it and I've seen yeah. the, the trailers, but I also deliberately tried not to know anything about it as much as possible. Just because I was like, I, I know my, I know myself and I'm just going to be like <laughs> trying to hate on it the whole time. If I don't yeah. just go in and just, uh, experience. Yeah. Just because I, I was a little bit overdone by all their, like the hype and everybody losing their mind about yeah, it. Definitely. About yeah. That, that, kind of turned me off to the whole thing initially no, I, I remember that <laughs> <laughs> I, was I was just like, like you uh, because you're my friend initially right <laughs> and I was like "Well, I mean I got to see it and yeah. I probably wouldn't go see it on my own exactly. so and then you <laughs> invited me and I was like all right yeah let's do it yeah, so yeah.
1: well and here's um, an interesting perspective for as to plug into your answer cuz I'm curious the avengers it's the first team up comic book movie that we had right. ever seen at this point was just one year prior I know. So it's an interesting perspective, is we hadn't been beat to death with all these comp teaming up movies. So at this point, this is like the only second one to have done it. Exactly. So, so it was like it was, was it was definitely still a good gimmick. A little fresh. It was a good yeah. way to like come at it and be like, oh, we'll give you this. We won't give
0: you Justice League yet, but we'll give yeah. you this at the very least because that's <laughs> which is the smart move. Because if they had just threw thrown Justice League first, that franchise would have been done.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, just
0: it would have gone. Yeah, <laughs> agreed. So. It was a good way to set up Man of Steel first, and because honestly, when Man of Steel came out, I didn't understand
1: that they were setting up a whole new DC sort of universe play. At the time, I hadn't either. But uh, again, yeah, I, yeah. you filmmakers, like I, I don't, I can't not assume Snyder didn't have like an evil genius thing when he was making oh, sure. Man of Steel. Like he's yeah. like, I don't know if I have the money or the support or whatever, but I have nine movies already ready to roll in his head. Like, he honestly, knows.
0: like I kind of figured it was going to be what we basically had been seeing over the last 20 some odd years, you know, we like, we got a series of Batman's now we're going to get a series of Superman's. <laughs> so I thought yeah. man of steel, man of steel,
1: two, et cetera, was what were going to too, happen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought the buddying up was, I mean, honestly, like going for man of steel and then Batman versus Superman with a new Batman. Yeah. That was janky to me. Like that felt clunky initially. Yeah, that's how I was like, this is typically they do like the, you know, a couple Superman, couple Batman, then join them. Because you did did Captain America, you did Iron Man, and you established these people so they could merge. And they're like, not new Batman, Ben Affleck, here, they're in together. And, you know, so I found that clunky.
0: Uh, I did, too. And, like, initially I found it clunky just in the outset of hearing about it. And when we went to see it, it was a little less clunky than I expected it to be. Because I was like, you know, we do know Batman. Everybody knows Batman's story. So it's like.
1: Yeah, we don't need another backstory we don't need an origin movie we don't need another one um and for like captain or yeah captain america uh, like what is it avengers is yeah not avengers civil war is almost like a captain america 3 like it's right it's it's it's, so that almost was like superman 2 man of steel 2 in a weird way is having those right back to back but it was uh i just hope we get Batflick back that's all i'm asking
0: (laughs) it worked for me was just like that confluence of different things um that I hadn't been expecting to see, basically. And, you know, I, everybody's got their criticisms. And I had mine um, when I first saw it. And in my many-viewing sense, because I keep trying to, like, I always try to rewatch things. For sure. The speed at kind of which the story progressed, it wasn't like a breakneck speed, but it, it, it was paced well, I felt. Um, and I felt that on my initial watch of the movie, too. I thought it was pretty well-paced. I didn't feel like it was a slog, even though it was... Long, it was definitely long. It moved with itself pretty well. That worked for me because I was like surprised of how much story kind of got packed into that movie, and still.
1: Well, and do you think it's funny? Because I was trying to look at this with your this pace uh, topic. It came out in 2013. Aquaman- or, uh, Wonder Woman was way later than I thought, honestly. Yeah, it, was, like, it came out, out a lot later. later. Yeah, but it was interesting how they inversely plugged in people that we already knew which in a way for some reason they they couldn't spend time going oh here's wonder Woman. they just went with that we already know who these people are thing right, right. Oh, Here's wonder woman and boom here's um uh no was, yeah, just, they just introduced wonder woman and, and touched on uh doomsday depending on your perspective of how that happened but it's like that was the one thing to me is like oh shit, this, this roller coaster's going and yep. it and, started well and i wonder if that's also do you think that's kind of its downfall though is that you had to value its origin to appreciate it. Like you could, like you could just blindly go in and watch this and be like, ah, Superman, superhero movie. But to get the true value, literally and metaphorically, you had to know what it was doing. You know, I'm looking now, it made $872 million. That's not a failure, (laughs) Like, like Man of Steel made 668 million. So, yeah. blew that yeah. out of the water. But for perspective, Dark Knight with Joker, uh, one billion. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> you know, it, it's... Yeah, that was... I, the breakneck speed is is Snyder loves his long movies. He does. He does. <laughs> so fast-paced. They're, like, fast
0: and long at the same time. And it's, like, yeah. not so much I want him to. It It might be better it might work out better if he like picked a lane sometimes yeah like if
1: the whole movie was breakneck speed that could work but it should be shorter probably yeah Yeah. Uh, well which is why i'm curious on a whole nother podcast topic what how much play he's going to get on hbo max because now that he's getting a, a, a mini series where that seems like that could be the perfect platform for his brain is he can go a million miles an hour on for one movie that's going to be broken into four hours or five yeah. hours or six or who only knows because i think it just sounds so like i'm a about, i do slightly have a snyder hard on but like i think he wasn't like the traditional movie going experience it doesn't give him the rain, the freedom he needs yeah yeah you know, like you have 90 minutes to tell you know five hours of stuff uh you know, that's yeah i think
0: i think definitely the pacing um, in this instance, like it did work for me, because of all of that, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if if I hadn't known anything about the background of these characters and I'd never heard of Batman before, I yeah. might have been a little
1: bit sure. confused, you know. But yeah. I feel because like Man of Steel, but yeah, we didn't, have, we didn't have the parallel origin story for Batman. We know the origin of both. Right. But the reason Man of Steel had one, and Batman did. The Ben Affleck Batman didn't. We got exactly. like a scene to remind us, like, oh, Bat's parents dead, cave. Grew up, you know. We got a little f- refresher, but it then it just started. Then it just kicked off. Oh yeah, and the kickoff surprised
0: the hell out of me. It just did. It's it surprised me. I didn't expect to see like, oh, here's Batman. Here he's
1: just like taking people out and just yeah. like I was like, holy shit! Yeah. this is yeah. not at all what I expected. Yeah, and that yeah, and that was I think t- I loved the fact it was con- the one. Th- I mean, one of the many things it did different, which I would assume as a filmmaker you want to have like you said your stamp, but Right off the bat, he is not Christian Bale. Like, I refuse yeah. to hurt people. He's like, right off the bat, he's branding people. <laughs> and at one point, like, I, I re watched, you'll appreciate this. Um, you know how, like, they're like, Batman never kills. But if you look into the comics, that's not necessarily the case. But we, they were re watching um, Batman versus Superman, and Snyder was doing like a Mystery Science Theater 3000 picture. Oh, yeah, commentary. yeah and and it was coming to the point where he went to like luther Luke, luther core or whatever it's called to get like that kryptonite and uh and he's narrating it and he's like oh and here's the scene where everybody gets mad because batman kills people and, and then like it shows you know he has the gatling gun onto the, the hood of that yeah. cars are blowing up and every time somebody blew up zach snyder he was like now he's fine oh they're fine too he's gonna be good see nobody's dead in that picture like he was just <laughs> talking relentlessly about how like the body count was just stacking up and it was To me, that was, like, uh, disregarding the fandom of, like, knowing that's historically probably more accurate in his later years, especially where the source material comes from. But it was nice. Christian Bale was nice and clean-shaven, and he was all happy go. You know, he's, like, nice, Batman. You know, nice, but aggressive. Yeah, he's playing the duality, like, extremely. Yeah, and that was what was cool is if fans knew it. Like, I wish there was a way that we'd be, like, you could force people to watch certain things so they can appreciate it. Because, like... The christian bale one was great because early in his career he still had hope and you know the worst thing he did was maybe punch joker in the face when he was going to lose it in the in the jail cell like that was it like that was the most he snapped yeah know? he considered killing him but he didn't yeah, end he up considered doing it, it. And he then threw him one. to his death and then saved yeah, him. exactly yeah and yeah and outside of that though then we get to the batman late in his career he's just old, beaten broken just sick of it and he's like murder murder Murder. yeah it's like uh more final solutions to my crime you know he doesn't he doesn't shave anymore he's like whatever and i i I dug that like i i think like you said it's it's perfect timing for for ironically where i was where i'm at in just my life of the younger batman there was hope and dreams and, and that and then you get older and more jaded getting out of bed hurts you're like hey Batman's the same as me, you know, life, (laughs) life can beat you down sometimes,
0: you know, and seeing, seeing that reflected in the character and the world was, uh, was very interesting on that level too, especially because I, I was curious about how that would go after Man of Steel, just because of how they treated the real world elements, the widespread destruction kind of, was ridiculous. Like when I saw Man of Steel, I just remember seeing the destruction going Yeah, they tied in, but that's, Part of why I think that movie ended up being also really good. Because yeah. had they not done what they did at the beginning of, of Batman vs Superman yeah, and you yeah. see the whole destruction from Bruce's perspective, I was like, that is what we needed to see in Man of Steel for us to care more. Because really, yeah,
1: yeah. He's just laying waste in yeah. the fight to like fucking everything. Yeah, and and you wonder. Like, if, if they wrote that in in reaction to or, or if they amplified it in reaction I wondered. To. Yeah. Because I've seen I wanna say don't quote me. I want to say Snyder did address that in one of his little live things, of 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 that and and yeah, that was brilliant. Like that was an awesome way to tie it in, and and, and I yeah, that brought me into the movie real fast. Yeah, you know because yeah. then it made me go watch the Marvel movies, and you're like with one of the I just forgot the name of them, the big space dragons that come into the New York, the oh, Battle of New York, yeah,
0: the the, the tail
1: knocks, yeah, the Chitauri, like the, the tail knocks out like ten buildings coming in, and right, like, eh, don't don't address that. You know? right exactly like, we're gonna yeah. go have falafels at the end of this movie everything's good. the cleanup crew yeah they're just like eh, it's fine you yeah know, yeah you got people out of there <laughs> exactly see so, yeah, i know but, that was criticized like yeah you're right That was massively criticized in man of steel but I, again i yeah it wasn't all go lucky and he broke his neck and screamed and was sad but i it set to me the tone that makes more sense and i maybe that oh was... yeah there's nothing wrong with going with that tone but you yeah. have to
0: like support your tone the whole time
1: yeah you know yeah. Um, I, I like how he tied that into us as fans being mad that Superman and, and Zod almost destroyed a city. And then, yeah. like, oh, Bruce is mad at that, too. They're like, oh, all right, cool. Bruce is going to fuck him up. <laughs> <You
0: know? laughs> Seeing mad. that perspective, uh, like, honestly, and I, if it was written as a reaction to the reaction of the destruction yeah. of Man of Steel, I'm fine. Good on, yeah. Whether that was or not, I don't care because that is what pulled me into the movie. Yeah, If they didn't have that, I I don't think I would have been as, like, you know, clicked in and ready to see what happens next. For sure. For sure. That whole scene was just, like, it's well executed. And then, you know, they timed it all out really well. And I was just like, God, this is great. Now I understand why he wants to kill him. This makes sense. You know, like, just... Seeing it on that level, seeing how it personally yeah. affected him and yeah. who, like the people he was like trying to help and save, and like all the yeah. stuff that went down, like yeah. oh, okay, shit, all right, this yeah. is a this is a great way to like give a whole new perspective on the title character.
1: On in the Dark Knight, like the Frank Miller, specifically the cartoon, but the president who looked like Reagan basically Oh. That's Superman because Batman was being a little bit more ven- too vengeful and right, right, didn't do this anymore, and he said, "I'm going to do it," and that was it. Like it, yeah. Was, more or less. And ironically, the source material was the opposite way. Yeah, Superman was going to like ratchet Batman down a little bit, and Batman just got defensive. Basically, <laughs> I think I think that's like again, that's just
0: one more reason why that worked for me. Is uh, yeah. because if they would have done that, nobody would have cared if they did yeah. that straight from the color oh you can't do this well i'm gonna
1: it's like yeah, exactly. we our enemies <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's like sandbox rules like we don't care like yeah it's like yeah, hey you're know, gonna share know. your toys no i'm not yeah exactly Okay, well now i'm
0: gonna fight you fine
1: no this was more uh, black and white and in a way it almost made it's hard because like i grew up i had a red cape i played i played them both you know but like to go oh shit superman was not necessarily a bad guy by any stretch of imagination but in this equation Batman was just like, we're worried you aliens are going to kill all my humans. So you're kind of oh, like, i kind of team Batman on this one. Although then I saw some comment about, think about it in the history of where uh, Man of Steel uh, begins and ends. Like Zod, in that, at least in that movie cr- chronologically, that was his first experience as Batman or Superman. He just yes. becomes Superman and a week later he's fighting Zod and of yeah. it's like a new kid in a, his first karate match. And that happens to take down Metropolis. So somebody made a comment about that, where he's like a newbie superhero, and Batman's been old and jaded forever. Come Batman versus Superman, so you're kind of like it's kind of like being mad at the 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 guy in uh, Mad Max, the pig guy. Oh yeah, kind of like being mad at that guy. Ah, he's just he doesn't know any better. (laughs) (laughs) No. Well, then I I thought of it that way. I was like, I'm mad at Batman. He's just beating up a kid. (laughs) Yeah, but he doesn't know that. That's why I like that one line. It was brilliant writing. I'll bastardize it. But it said, if there's even a 1% chance that he can kill us all, I got to take that as absolute fact. Yeah. That tapped into my all or noneism. I was like, Yeah, that's like, and that's very Batman too.
0: You know, it's like the comic books, he's got a contingency plan for how to take out every single member of the Justice League. He's got oh, yeah. some way to do that because he's he's planned ahead for yeah. that scenario where he's- The, where the he's, Justice League that
1: isn't a superhero. He's a hero. Right, yeah. He's got like, backup plans.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. But it's also just like inevitably speaks to that character sort of psyche. It's like, yeah, no, no matter what, at some point, everybody turns on you kind of thing. It's like, dude, you need to
1: calm down. <laughs> yeah. Like if you think about it, I'm not like discrediting a kid losing his parents as a child, but that shit darkened him for hardcore. <laughs> like that's his his seed for what he does is that experience as a child. Damn, if he wasn't like susceptible for damage, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So this is all this is all gravy to me.
0: Performance, um, yeah, performances. I like I like Henry Cavill regardless when they made him Superman. I was like, yeah, I get it. That makes sense yeah. to me. And sure. then I thought he did a great job doing a lot with that character and building on that in Batman versus Superman, the character he's already kind of like started to form and shape. I thought yeah. he did a great job and yep. Ben Affleck did a great job. I mean, I, I wasn't I I wasn't a Batfleck like fan is when I heard about it. Do you I think like it's ben history?
1: Affleck. Cause you speak, you speak on behalf of probably like 90% of the people when they heard it, you know, like, do you think his history of who Ben Affleck has played and has been like, I mean, that's it's it's hard to erase that, but do you think that is what made
0: a little bit, judgment? definitely a little bit. The, like, the the thing is, is like I was a huge Ben Affleck Daredevil fan, even though well, you could say a lot about that movie, yeah. But I really dug it and I I dug, dug it, his performance yeah. in it, so I wasn't really worried about that side of it. I was just like, I don't think he'll do a bad Batman. I was honestly worried about his Bruce Wayne <laughs> more than anything. <laughs> I was like, cause
1: I, I just didn't want him to come off as like a dipshit, which well, is yeah, what I was as, worried he was gonna well, do. Yeah, as a Boston, because he plays that a lot. Like even if you look at yeah. down, I think that's one of a really amazing performance of his. Um, yeah, that's that? a that's an underrated one for sure. I for sure. That one another watch. But it, the, yeah, Ben Affleck has. Again, this is really weird, but to to me, he's one of the actors, maybe because of lack of, of roles or poorly chosen ones or both where you can't unsee you know it's not like um daniel day lewis you know and it's not to the extreme of like tom cruise where every time we see tom cruise it's tom cruise in a tom cruise movie Mm -hmm. ben affleck was in this weird spot where you're like all i gotta draw on is daredevil and all rats and and you got a sidekick in in um the uh, good (laughs) (laughs) but now what are your thoughts on when you said him playing bruce wayne to me retrospectively retroactively after i researched the source material I think he's the first actor that hit Bruce Wayne and Batman and was believable. Like, like, I, me, the I ended up digging that Bruce it. Wayne was like, Yeah, grizzled, tired. Like, I think he was the first one that I think Christian Bale is a great Bruce Wayne, but I didn't buy him as Batman. Like, I don't know why physically or, <laughs> or like pretty boy face. I couldn't figure out why, you know, Keaton, I thought had a little of both ironic but oh yeah we didn't have a thing to base it on we had adam west right you know? and i think exactly. honestly, george clooney if he did, if he wasn't george clooney i think he was on the verge of probably being able to pull it off too if he wasn't in the the cheesy one i think if george clooney now was cast as like a grizzled old batman that he probably would do a good job i could see him as like thomas Wayne. I could totally see that too, actually. Like growing I could see that out too. and just being the old beat-up guy? That would be dope. God, that just giving me the chills. Why can't we be in charge of decisions? You know, <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. One one thing at a time, baby. One thing yeah, at a time. Yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah, I mean, they're, they're the title characters, and their performances were, like, really important. So if, if either one of them had, you know, not done a good job or even
1: dropped their, their character even a little bit... Yeah. It, well, we had it, to believe it would have Not even as filmmakers, but as as audience members, like these are the two titans of comics. Like I said, right. Marvel didn't exist until Marvel made movies. Unless you were a big nerd, like unless you kind of knew the random ones. Like Huge Jackman brought Wolverine to our forefront, but we—I even forgot for a minute. I was like, "Oh yeah, that is Marvel." Yeah, you know, but yeah, other than that, yeah. kids—all you knew was Superman and Batman. And I think I was hesitant because Cavill had at this point uh was it two movies? No, one, one had, Superman. Yeah, he had one Superman, but he had a few other movies uh but he had come off of shows and
0: things and uh Yeah, I
1: mean as far as like his Superman, he had he had at least instilled one Superman role and then to bring a brand new Batman out of the blue, like you had yeah. to have two titans that could butt heads believably and Right. Right. And they
0: had to stand toe to toe both literally but yeah, also yeah. from like a performance standpoint with the characters. If they weren't toe to toe and bringing it believably this
1: is so messed up but like i think wasn't the, uh, the reason affleck was i'm completely maybe off here but i think wasn't batman versus superman affleck his personal life was pretty rough and then it was like peaked at roughness during justice league i think so yeah translates to everything that went wrong with justice league to him going i'm done like yeah i yeah. think badly that worked for batman versus superman it was a sweet sweet spot of personal hell that worked for his character right as far as the actor but you you couldn't sustain it much longer you know because the disaster that was justice league but i think that helped us him butt heads with the clean cut happy go lucky superman and believe it that this old angry guy was beating up on our on superman we're like oh yeah i'll believe that you know and this is a nerd moment but like I'm looking at your set pieces and story as far as performance but I even give Affleck whether I, he has his idea or not I don't know but like he even had a, a hair piece to give himself more of a, a widow's peak that matched the comics yeah you know that's awesome you know I just like those little nuances like and if it if was an acting thing to make him get into character I don't know but like I I dug those little nuances of of that and that to me made him more Bruce Wayne you know they yeah. added gray hair they added some gray temple stuff and I was able to kind of not Daniel Day Lewis level, but I was able to kind of forget that was Ben Affleck. Sure. It took me sure. a lot of watching. It's like when we went, I was like, Where's Ben Affleck."
0: Yeah, it's like you got to kind of like get used to him as the yeah, character it's like, for that's a the minute guy
1: from Mallrats, <laughs> you know. And Geely. Yeah. Oh, I love as much a Ben Affleck fan as I am. I've never seen that. I'm proud. Oh, that's for the best. Yeah. Yeah. No. What I love, and to me, like <laughs> I became a fan of his because of all the self-deprecation that he does with with uh, Damon. You know, yeah. like even in even in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, where he's like, "You make the good one, and then you make the safe one, and then you make the risky one." You <laughs> then know? you make the risky one. Then you do the favorite yeah. picture. Exactly, <laughs> and then they both look at the camera. <laughs> Classic. Uh, yeah, I like. For one. me, I was gonna
0: say Ben Affleck's performance as as Batman in this hard, gritty reality of Batman versus Superman was probably, I think, like outside of michael keaton which i think you could argue influenced the cartoon but uh the batman animated series bruce wayne was more to me what ben affleck was like closest to and i had no problem with that basically i was like oh "Oh, this is great yeah he's like he's he's hitting that dark sort of brooding can't can't really ever be happy sort of thing even when he's like bruce wayne out in the world he's like his humor
1: is pretty dry <laughs> more yeah, than anything. Yeah, like, when they're butting heads at that, that fundraiser, you know, he, he brings up a Joker reference on how he's, he pretty much says, you know, we don't trust anybody because you all suck basically, you know? Yeah. And yeah. High event, you know, and a lot of people are always like saying, Oh, it's too dark and too great or whatever. But like to bring up justice league again, if you make it sticky and happy and making jokes, you then get the, sorry for the word, the abortion that is justice league where a marvel producer or director comes in and makes ben affleck reshoot shots that are silly and funny and make jokes. Now then you get ben affleck playing batman. You don't get ben affleck playing bruce wayne playing batman and I buy it. Right. Cuz if they did Justice League first and that outcome, that would have been like, oh yeah, that's ben affleck playing batman. Make, you know, that's ben affleck making a funny little inside joke and all these things and and I mean thank god it came the other way around for sure, but yeah, that dark you can't you can not have it. Like that's just you know, like some people could argue Man of Steel was dark and he screamed and broke Zod's neck. And yeah, that might have been dark for our little like bright blue Superman happy guy. But Batman's always been that. Batman is sadly that cinematic student film cliche word of, of gritty. I mean, that's, yeah, that there's, there's something inherently dark about Batman, like yeah. no matter what, even
0: yeah. even Adam West's version. You still got to go like, yeah, that's a dude dressing up like a bat to fight crime. Yeah, something I mean, wrong yeah. with that guy.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's a bat. Back, yeah. hey, I mean like you can go down to like the dumbest of dumbing of it and it's it's not made to be like it's not like rainbow man you know it's not just, you know it's just it's inherently gonna be dark I don't I always you're, yeah like, you're talking about a guy who literally is beating the shit out of criminals
0: during the dark yeah. of night, dressed exactly. as a bat. <laughs> yes, you can't just be like, "Oh, it's funny."
1: Is it though? Yeah, yeah. Sure there, that there's, is. Yeah, that's on sociopathic. I mean, it just is. I don't know. Yeah,
0: that's part of why people love that character and the whole like study of that psychology and uh, the vigilanteism—wild stuff. What about
1: Luther? I want to hear your thoughts on him first. Oh boy, uh, <laughs> or Luther's son, we should say. Right.
0: So, I right. <laughs> right Luther was an interesting character in the movie. I respected what Jesse Eisenberg was trying to do because I feel like he he looked at this. I feel like Jesse Eisenberg looked at this as his his opportunity to try to like do a Heath Ledger iconic villain yes. sort of. I think he just took yeah. it too far. Um, I didn't like. Like I said, you know, I don't. I'm not gonna hate on the whole performance because there were parts of it that yeah. definitely worked for me. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I I feel like if he pulled it back maybe just a little bit, and I don't know if that was Great. like a him thing or a Snyder thing.
1: I don't yeah. know where that responsibility lies. Um, yeah, it it felt out of place with everything else that was happening. Like yeah, those neuroses, a little bit. Intensities. It almost bordered on Joker esque. Like obviously. He didn't want to play what we think is as Lex Luthor because that's his father, right? But this weird, the, those neuroses were like you said they were like at an, an eleven. If he might have brought him down to like a seven or an eight, it might have blended better. You know, because oh, yeah. like if I was oh. Batman or Superman, when he's doing all those quirky things, I'm like, shut up! You're really annoying me. Like you're bothering me, son. I feel like uh, his performance in the movie
0: didn't fit the movie. I felt like the performance he was giving felt like it would, it would have been something that um, was, I guess, meshed better with like maybe the early 90s Superman or like even honestly, even Superman Returns with uh, Brandon Routh, like that might have actually played better than the Kevin Spacey Luther that we got which yeah that's a different point. conversation uh <laughs>
1: yeah I've always, every time I watch it that is and you know I'm not faulting the guy i jealous of his career and all that but that was the one the, every time I see it I, I try to honestly find a scene where I'm like oh if you would have done that the whole movie like I the scene exactly with, yeah he's in the den talking about his father with um the congresswoman mm-hmm. he's it's it's that whole actor less is more thing you know just because I yell doesn't mean I have to be mad like I don't know about you but when my father talked to me quietly that was way more terrifying than him yelling you know oh. and and, and yeah, I get that as a big as a physically big actor they're like you don't have to come across at a 10 you can be a 10 quietly you know and his the, the scene in the office with that congresswoman Holly Hunter that to me was where he should have stayed like we yeah. could read, he was damaged. He was a damaged son there, and he didn't have to do all these neuroses and like the thing. The thing every time I watched it, I just watched it with like Janelle, like this last two weeks ago, and I won't lie, I cried. <laughs> <Like> I still. <laughs> we can get into the Martha. We we have to touch on the Martha thing.
0: Oh yeah, we do.
1: Um, but like when he's freaking out in the jail cell, like yeah, that yeah. just was like, ah, here's what Heath Ledger would have done, you know, and it was just <clears throat> yeah. it didn't work. And then when we see it at the end at the end of justice league he's a calm cool collected millionaire on a yacht like it was like yeah. whoa is it, i get dual personalities or something that they're trying to pull off but it just yeah that's that's the one thing that makes me always dare i say cringe yeah
0: i <laughs> you know and if you could try maybe maybe we could argue that just much like superman this is like luther's first kind of like trial coming out of the gate as yeah, a supervillain yeah. sort of thing so he's got room to grow and change also yeah. but um, like I agree I, like, the, like the scene with Holly Hunter where he's like going off and doing that whole that was that was the character piece scene and he sure.
1: nailed that shit for sure. if he had
0: carried, like you're right if he had carried he, that
1: through the rest of been the been way movie- back even the one scene where he goes to LexCorp uh-huh. after Batman goes in and just f- f's everybody up right you see, like he's—he doesn't—I don't think he has a line in that whole scene, if I remember right. He's quiet, and you can see he's like oh. assessing. Like to me, that was his first time of like supervillain moment. Yeah, he now has an enemy. Like this is the first time Sony came into his home. You right, know I mean that was where he could have snapped and and didn't have to go to you know ex, exude this this crazy. I feel like match. he even
0: played that one like a little goofy too, and he walks it. I, I for some reason I just distinctly remember like a hmm.
1: And I was just like, Why? yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. There was a moment. Yeah. Like I just remember they went on a close on him. If I remember right. Like he, they're looking at the, the, the CCTV footage and they had yeah. Batman come in grab a guy and take him off. And you just like, there's a moment I captured it for a brief moment where he's just like, Oh shit. <laughs> there was a demon in my home, you know? Yeah. And I got to bring up just cause I'm in lower their Diane Lane is the perfect, perfect Martha. King. Oh, she crushed it. Yeah. And she crushed it. Like, she's, great. she's everybody's mother. Like every time I see her, I'm like, oh, that's mom.
0: I got like Amy Adams. I never have a bad thing to say about she's good in like
1: everything. She's, she's I I like good. her. No, I don't want to just like argue for the sake of it, but I in this one, like there was a little bit too little to you know, I want to peel a surprise. You know I want to peel a surprise. You know I want to peel a surprise. <laughs> it was just like all right, all right, cool. All right, we get it, we <laughs> get it, it Lois. We, get we get it. it. But, you know, I, I dug her I, – I mean, I like her more in Man of Steel. Well, yeah, um, she gets to be the full character in Man of Steel. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There, was, there was something slight – I don't want to say abrasive, but slightly shoved. And I don't know if it's just the way it was cut or the way her scenes were, but, like, her performance-wise was great. But, like, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I think they're bringing her – in the rumor world, I there's supposedly, like, straight-up have Affleck and – Cavill and I think I dare I might say Eisenberg are starting the reshoot or the added shoot shit for the Justice League HBO thing. But I'd be curious if they bring Amy Adams back. Somehow. Yeah, that would be interesting. Huh. Yeah. 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 Huh. Should, about, should we talk about Martha?
0: Talking about Martha, that that's a contentious moment for me. I know, I know, like it worked for a lot of people it, it wasn't something that I thought was, I, uh, it's hard to, it's hard. Like I want to say for me, it didn't work, but I also can't think of a better. something that would have worked better in its place. Yeah. You know? So for that, I think it, it worked for the movie. It It played its part, but it's a small detail and yeah, it's true. But that's such a weird... Yeah, you so, made a choice. You made a choice. Uh, I I, res- I respect the choice. I kind of wish you hadn't made the choice, but I do
1: understand it. Yeah, that's, I mean... That's where I am at. Are we on the same page that the choice was to humanize Superman to where Bruce goes, oh, he's like me. Is that what He's we, like I, me. Yeah, it. like, I, I get that. And yeah. that's, it's...
0: Again, I, mean, I can't it was, fast. it
1: was like, fight, 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 Martha. Oh, he's my bro and <laughs> right
0: and it's like i get it you're talking to a guy who lost his parents as a child so if he's like worried yeah. about saving his mom that's i get it
1: i get it's it. all psychologically checks the boxes and there's two jeffs on this like all those yes 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 makes sense like how are we going to make them relate oh a mother i mean that's not necessarily oedipus complex but mother's love is sacred that's i just watched a movie where that's a thing what's that movie mother's love is sacred It's going to drive me nuts. Sounds really familiar. I just watched the movie with it. Is it a horror movie or a sci-fi movie? I think it's a horror movie. But uh, anyway, God damn, it's going to drive me nuts. Um, But yeah, it was pretty like, I think in the theater, if you remember otherwise, but I just remember going, like that was my, oh shit, how have we not known they got the same name? I was more enamored by the fact I missed they had the same first name ever. We've all said Martha Kent. We've all said Martha um, uh, Wayne. Yeah. Never yeah. Made a between the two greatest DC parents having the same first name. And that's obviously just gimmicking all that. And obviously tying it in that forced and fast was painful. Like, I won't lie. Like, I saw it. But now, here's my flip side to get all deep. I just rewatched it again, and not to get way into it. But as you know, my birth mother just recently died. Right. I just watched Batman vs Superman probably two days after that and i bawled like i was like a mother's love moment like that was the moment where i was like i it could have just been the right place right time in my head but that was the time that was when i was like oh i get it (laughs) like i got it before on all the boxes in that moment and then he goes and the best batman fight scene in my opinion ever into the warehouse that warehouse batman fight scene yeah yeah that, that was like i got the chills thinking about it. now anytime a father avenges a mother or a father uh, or yeah a son avenges a mother or a father avenges a daughter to me like those are the most two like i will root for them like the what's that movie <laughs> the the second house on the left or whatever oh last house on the left yeah the, yeah. the remake yeah horrendous But at the end, I'm like, go, dad. You know, like, yeah, take them all out, get rid of them. Yeah. So, yeah, I was just like, I just started dating this girl. And I'm like, I'm okay. I'm like, weeping weeping during this moment. She's into comic book movies, but she's like, what am I getting myself into? Yeah, you all right, bro? I'm like, it's his mom. They get each other. (laughs) But, that was the one time I got it. Like, but I that it's sad that you would had have to have literally had a mother die to right. get the point across psychologically. Yeah, for me it was it wasn't quite the aha moment as much as it was me sitting there going like, oh, yeah, yeah that could be a thing. I guess that is true, huh? We were all like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, I like, all, right, all right. Yeah, I don't know. Let's say you added thirty minutes. Like, I don't know what you would do. Like, because I like the device. To yeah. like make this alien have a mother, like that's beautiful. That makes sense. Like, how do we make this alien human to this guy? Oh, right. he has a mom. Holy shit! Whether whether adopted or human or not, but how would you elongate? God speed, you filmmakers and writers. What would you do different? Like, I can't. Yeah, like... no,
0: exactly. That's what I'm saying. Is I'm not. I have no idea what might have worked better in its yeah. place. So that it's, it's it, it was the perfect solution for the movie, and it it, ma- it made sense. Uh, in the context of their story so it's like yeah it's a it's a good plot device so that works for the story I just did personally wish that the that whatever that little you know pinpoint of this is where the story turns this is why he stops fighting him was just a little stronger maybe just a little bit different but again I don't know what that would be yeah like i yeah I don't uh short of him like jumping in front of you know jumping in front of somebody else
1: to protect them and like willingly die that's all I can think of. <laughs> like it actually shuts me down where I'm like, I have no words. Cause like I went back every time I watched it since up until my mom's death. Yeah. I was like, Oh, his mom's name's Martha too. Yeah. Ouch. Can we just rest? Yeah. like it made, it was kind of cringeworthy. Cause when you saw it for the first time, you can't rewind it in the theater. You're like, ah, Oh yeah. Okay, cool. Moving on. Yeah. And then you can it and you're like, Oh, like if they could just never let you see that scene again and just cut it out on the Blu-ray release or whatever. <laughs> Maybe you would to deal with it better? I don't know what it is. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, overall, having given it sufficient
0: rewatches and checking things out again, I was like, yeah, you know, honestly, I do like Batman v Superman a lot more than when I first saw it in the theaters. I have a different appreciation for it than I did then. Um, and I can respect pretty much all the things that they were doing and tried to do with the story because I thought they did them pretty well, especially in the context of their actual story, like what the world that they had built with Man of Steel it made sense
1: do you think now with all the stuff the i mean that now that the snyder cut is fact like do you think they'll it, like batman versus superman obviously justice league is like erase a, a we're gonna see it, what it should have been but like do you think all those little nuances where you saw robin's suit mm-hmm. you know you saw the little interject seeds where they were like blue balls you're like oh all right do you think upon rewatch as we see those things i mean even the the nightmare sequence um where you see the earth after dark side destroyed it all right you know like it's it was almost like he, he was like i'm he planned it was like it'd be like doing the first captain america or iron man when feige was doing his his yarn chart and going you're done you're yep. go, oh god that alone that movie's horrible you need you need all these movies to make yeah the original captain america work like, they need to find it, out like how
0: it. where this stuff came from or why this is important. Yeah. Why are like you he showing a, these things?
1: You needed a contractually or something because, like, I can't imagine making a film where you're like, here's a seed, I'm gonna come back to that. Here's a seed, right? And alone, the movie's like, I'm confused, but we'll never answer that again. <laughs> it's just coming, kind of, ah,
0: yeah, that's definitely like a, I, I like when they're gonna bring in details or plant seeds and everything like that, as long as those seeds grow or actually turn into something because otherwise you just drop in essentially like comic fan details that don't necessarily need to be there
1: yeah are you yeah are you just are you doing a what's it, a fan service for the sake of fan service like I've, i haven't watched it yet so don't but like i've heard one person complain about mandalorian like the opening of it or the initial couple episodes where they spend like it's almost all it is is like nod 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 and it's like you can risk and again i don't know but like That argument, generically speaking, like if you just sit there doing nods that don't have any sort of real relation, like then you're like, oh, this is just a big nostalgia thing, you know, but I'm hoping the death of Robin comes into play, you know, like you can not nod at Robin's costume and never come back to that and even... Uh, uh uh suicide squad nodded at it a little bit like i just saw i mean the other day where leto's got that not a disaster of a joker but even one of his tattoos has a dagger through a robin on his bicep right no so, and i'm pretty sure snyder was a producer on that too and all those little things i hope i don't want to compare but they, i hope they marvelesque on the other side of the yeah <laughs> yeah we need that i hope they actually like carry through to uh like the next movies that would be that would be great covid is the thing i think that's giving snyder like now everything's gonna be like now they literally don't have theaters right now mm-hmm. so an hbo streaming service with like a, snyder here's all the money yeah. and way less overhead now and it's i think it's the perfect disaster to actually maybe have that stuff happen and now again i'm biased but now that they realize the studios are like oh the fans actually matter more than the overhead Right, a fan cause got it. Snyder, you know his money and his movie back. You know, and now there's a now there's a now the Suicide Squad's getting rumored. You know, I mean, obviously there's like, you know, there's a limit to like, hey, everybody, calm down. But universe, I'm all for supporting that universe getting more collaborative and not like so clunky. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) The next one looks good though. I'm I'm excited for the next one. James Gunn. I feel like is going to, going to smash it home.
1: I'm gun shy though, because last time they brought a Marvel person to a DC property, we got the justice league. Different oh. kind
0: of Marvel property, you know, yeah. <laughs> that too.
1: but James Gunn and, and Whedon are definitely probably more, definitely different people. I mean, yes. As far as like filmmakers. Yeah. You know, I hope God willing.
0: Uh, all right. Well, I think, uh, that's a good place to close up our, our little yes. chat on, on Batman versus Superman. Um, it's been good chatting about it. I, yeah. I like to do, I'm going to have these questions here. Yes. I'm going to ask people. Big questions. So my, my big questions as a movie goer. What is the first movie you ever saw?
1: Whether it was in theaters, at home, or at a drive-in. If you can remember. I, can only, I can't remember. I know this wasn't my first. Okay. I think the first movie I ever saw like at home, <clears> comes <throat> to mind, which is probably not accurate. But honestly, I think it was the first Ram- Like, Which came first, Rambo or the original Superman? Probably Superman. Well, okay. There was- the first Superman was 78. So, yeah. I mean, just chronologically, it came out the year I was born. Oh, yeah. I, no, that makes sense. Watching it. So, I remember seeing that. But the first one I remember seeing explicitly in the movie was Empire. Ah. Uh, I had a Han Solo blaster. And it Nellie. was the one made noise like it took C batteries and it made the sound and everything. And I remember my yeah, embarrassing dude. my mom and I was taking cover between seats, shooting at the screen the entire I was that kid that was yes. pissing off all the numbers. Love it. <laughs> yeah, nothing's changed basically. Yeah.
0: Uh awesome. Okay, cool. Then uh what are your top three movies and why? And if Batman vs Superman is one of them, that's completely fine.
1: Two of the three I want to talk about are my part of my top three. What dreams may come with Robin Williams? Uh, a river runs through it, and a third would be really hard. I'll come mm. back to that. Okay. Like okay. that, my third one always is the one that like can wiggle. Like the first two are season independent and genre independent. I don't care, but like a third one, I'm like, well, for Christmas would be this. Like the third one, I, <laughs> I like I, I get a little wiggly on, so I don't sure. I I do remember loving like one of the most influential movies, good, bad, or indifferent, was probably like Rocky II. That's where I got into. Oh yeah, I was too old or I was too young for Rocky one, so that's why I I wouldn't pick that. But Rocky II got me into fitness. It got me into filmmaking. As I got older, I started to appreciate what he did to get Rocky made. So it probably would be maybe the good one to round out the top three.
0: Okay, perfect,
1: good. Uh, Why? What dreams may come? It's a beautiful soulmate story tied in with dante's inferno like that's a weird juxtaposition oh yeah <laughs> um we'll get into that one sometime and then, oh we're definitely
0: going to we're definitely going to
1: uh river runs through it uh that is my nostalgia movie like obviously it's gen- it's a couple generations back but like that is how i grew up like fly fishing on the yellowstone river in, in, in montana and uh the whole relationship with the brothers um i don't have a relationship with my brother and it taps into that family looks great on the ship <laughs> right the way it seems but it doesn't have to be you know and it's one of the movies i think before they had always had blockbusters or huge plot twists where the father didn't abuse him you know there wasn't like some horrendous you know like radio flyer under underlying story of a father's abuse they there was just such a standard of for these two brothers and it and one just became an alcoholic and one went off the call it was very simple yet you still leaned in yeah like it was some crazy physical abuse story you know and oh and, yeah I think it was it was to me one of the movies before Brad Pitt became Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. You know he could still play. I, I still love his characters and his movies are fun as hell. But to me, this is the first time one of the first movies where he was just a kid. You know the kid playing that role and it, I bought it all. So,
0: I mean, some of his best performances to me are always like character performances. I think honestly, Brad Pitt is a character actor trapped in a leading man's
1: body. And... Oh, that's the best way to put it. Like burn yeah. after reading. Oh yeah, hundred percent. One thousand. Yeah, I, yeah, that's a perfect way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: what movies are you looking forward to that aren't out yet but are coming?
1: Well, uh, it goes without saying, the new Justice League, the Zack Snyder cut. Right. Um, You've been a big support train for that one ever since, like it came out. Yes, I have been, and I didn't believe it happened either.
0: <laughs>
1: I really didn't believe it would happen, but uh, you know, things change. So. <laughs> yeah, I still totally think it's a fluke. It's still a fluke, but um, I don't even know what movies are co- because of this whole COVID crap. Like everything I know has just been like nerd stuff from like the DC fandom thing they did. Um, so yeah. it was mostly I'm kind of on the fence about the new Batman. I can't decide. I'm looking forward to see it to see if it makes me okay. I can't think of anything that's coming out. It's pretty pathetic, but yeah, Justice League thing is probably my biggest one to see All that. Right.
0: Well, those are good ones right there. I mean, they're, they're in theme here, especially, you know, the next Batman movie with uh, Mr. Robert Pattinson and uh, honestly, a very interesting cast. I'm, excited to see in action yeah well and because uh, of what you and i talked
1: about and i think another podcast i did i actually did my due diligence and, and studied up on a lot of his movies and as you know very yeah. diverse and oh interesting. yeah interesting <laughs> i was like all right i can see. my only hesitation is because it's a batman movie like right. not that he can pull it off and because i'm biased with the ben affleck one i'm just i'm more just like can they do a batman movie again that i'll care about not right can, not can Pattinson do it but can they you know I think we'll have to see like I'm I'm very curious to
0: see how that one goes uh yeah. I'm also very much looking forward to that one just because by all appearances it looks like a couple of different storylines that I have wanted to see always yeah. yeah and uh it's also bringing back the Riddler in a way that is pretty cool and yeah. uh kind of twisted honestly it's very much like yeah you have to have this the riddler like from seven not yeah it says feels like seven the whole movie feels like it's like seven and zodiac you know uh the matt Matt reeves matt reeves is directing seven no no david fincher is uh seven and david fincher is also the
1: zodiac god i could have swore okay i would have been like well there's a that's why it looks that way
0: no, I think they're definitely taking like inspiration from that, much like uh, if you really look at it, which is a fun, interesting ride if you want to do it, Joaquin Phoenix and Todd Phillips' Joker movie is basically just the King of Comedy starring Robert De Niro. Oh, shit. Not plagiarizing, but... No, no, it's heavily a, influenced. It's heavily influenced it. by it's that. <laughs> it really is. There's like scenes that are straight up taken from the movie, almost, like shot for so, shot. I don't
1: know if I want yeah. to see it now yeah like, <laughs> like to me i saw like on that note i'll let you wrap it up but like um when i saw it's an old famous musician or rock star or, or a personality that was basically a, the exact same everything isms of ledger's mm-hmm. joker what's that guy's name oh about? tom waits yeah yeah i saw that interview and i was like shit that just ruined everything for me like i had crushed it like i was like yeah seeing it. I leave now
0: half of his inspiration was Tom Waits and I, I, I loved it. I was like, I mean, I dig Tom Waits, so that makes sense to me.
1: <laughs> it worked, but at the same time, I was like, uh, I, now it's more of a, a, a um, not a not a, not acting, it's more um, just... You know, like mimicry? An impersonation almost. Became an impersonation. I think you could,
0: you might be able to argue that. That's like a fun, that'd be a fun one to talk about too, just in general, uh, just because if you're mimicking somebody verbatim, then that's just an impersonation. But if you're like taking traits and applying them to the psychology of this character then i think it works really well
1: and that's that whole that's a whole element like the whole there's a thing called the uh, uh animal something in, in a whole method acting thing where see, one of the more extreme ones where you pick up on nuances of an animal and apply it to a character so that would make sense but fuck tom Waits, could you pick anything more all in your face nuances <laughs> I, I accidentally not be doing an impersonation
0: i feel like it was a uh, kind of a and I feel like they talk about this a little bit too, but it's like a Tom Waits, Sid Vicious sort of like, yeah. yeah, kind of
1: like blend of just chaos and anarchy that really, really worked. Like you said, it's necessarily wrong. He's, he was impersonating a real human, not impersonating, but he was taking a real human. Like if he's taking a fictional character then yeah, it's straight up impersonation. That's not original art, but. Oh Yo, yeah. You know, like, like I if mean, he come you
0: know, in and just done Jack Nicholson, nobody, we had been like, if.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we were even talking about – um. oh, God, my brain is fried today. Oh, uh, Matthew McConaughey. Yes, Matthew he McConaughey. He had the role for uh, Dazed and Confused. The, he didn't have any acting training per se or anything, and all he did was he looked and he goes, this is my brother. And yeah, yeah. Brother, basically. And, uh, yeah. And that's why it was so perfect and believable, and he could improv and just be that. So that's not necessarily an impersonation per se. Right. It's
0: like just – it's an inspiration – uh and it's like it's how far you take that inspiration i think is what what matters
1: well and then also it could go to the whole uh, i'll wrap it up i promise but like the whole if if social media didn't exist and we never saw that footage of tom waits who cares right yeah you it's still good yeah i always made the joke with especially with the heath ledger comment of um you you and i can go to this because we've known each other so long like if his friends like not Counting Tom Waits, the, that scenario. But like, if if Heath Ledger's friends from high school saw Batman, and they saw him doing that, like, and and uh, strangers to Heath Ledger are all like, "Oh my God, jaw dropping!" Heath Ledger, Bat- that's the best Joker ever. But right. his friends at high school are like, "Oh, he did that all the time." The isms, like I could yeah, like, yeah. do something that nobody's ever seen before, but you'll be like, you'll be like Jeff, you've done that in four other roles. Stop it. I'm like, you That's know? a Jeffism. I recognize your yeah, exactly. Jeffisms. Like, so how much? <laughs> how much? It's if if a bear or a tree falls in the woods doesn't make a sound like, right if, if nobody calls him on it like good on him <laughs> very true very bear, true bear a little deep thought for a performance
0: uh well buddy it's been great chit-chatting uh the last thing we have before
1: we go is just uh any personal recommendations that you haven't already mentioned hmm no i've been watching tv like a mofo I just got on to the I've been watching the Purge series. I wouldn't recommend them like as far as mm. like great cinema, but they're very ironic. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I haven't I haven't watched those maybe.
0: Maybe I'll take a look. Really? Yeah, I haven't seen it. The Pur- I've seen the first Purge movie. I haven't
1: seen uh... I haven't seen the series, but like there's Okay, that's movies.
0: yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen the rest of them. I saw the first one.
1: Yeah, the Ethan Hawke one's great, but there's one it's called the f- First Purge or Purge Election Year or something.
0: Oh god i saw the preview for that i saw the preview for that i was like are you fucking serious it's very yeah writing on the wall
1: is, i'm like oh god
0: Uh sometimes you go like there's there's making a movie to like address an issue in society and then there's making a movie that is addressing an issue and arguably making it worse Yeah, like, yeah. On, guys.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> like they even play you know like i'm pro-america and flag all and to the end of my life but like they even play, like, the Star-Spangled Banner during some of the more heinous scenes, and I'm just like... jeez. Oh, oh! Anyway, yeah, uh, I got nothing.
0: <laughs> I got nothing. Horrible that's fine, buddy. Uh, hey, you know what, though? We'll have, uh, we'll have other podcasts where we chat, because we're definitely going to be talking about A River Runs Through It and What Dreams May Come. We'll definitely talk about those next. And hell, we might even do Rocky too because I could talk about that one for a while. Yeah, we should. We should. We
1: should do stuff that's more or uh, less just fan-
0: blind fandom. This was a good one to start with, just because we did both see that one together, for sure. So that's like a good, yeah, some, some nice little intro there. Uh, but I'll uh, sign off here. Thank you very much for listening to Scott's Movie Pod until I think of a better title. And uh, we'll we'll catch you next time. Hopefully we'll get some sponsors or some shit. Who, who knows? We'll see. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much for stopping by and listening to Scott's Movie Pod until I think of a better name, which I may never do. Special thanks to my guests for coming on the show and all of you for listening. Original podcast music by Weston Lee Ball. You can find them at lava underscore submersible on Instagram and Weston Lee Ball on Facebook. And if you like the podcast, do me a favor and just rate and review. Let me know what you think. Leave a comment and uh, maybe I'll read it during the show. Thanks again and I'll catch you next time.